0: I'm Coach Corey Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter and the topic of today's newsletter is going to be focus on getting better. I've got an email that I'm going to go through with you today and I've also got two short testimonials, one's from a woman, one's from a guy who've been following me for a while and applying the things I teach and they share how applying my work has helped them have more choice, have more confidence and finally be able to date the kind of people that they want in their personal life. In the first email that I'm going to go through with you, guys had a difficult time. He got himself he, he had him got himself addicted to heroin and cocaine. Obviously his girlfriend didn't like that too much. She made him go to rehab. He went to rehab, and then once he went to rehab, she was nice enough to break up with him. So, he's gotten himself clean. He's gotten his life turned around. But obviously he wants to reattract his girlfriend, but What he mentions is that she's spending a lot of time hanging out with other dudes and now he's worried that one of these other guys is going to basically take her off his hands permanently. And so what I'm going to go through is the fundamentals of what he really needs to focus on and then you'll see the benefit of these other two people who have these short testimonials. That's what they've been doing for the past year and – because – most of the people that first find out about my work, usually they've had a breakup. Break I'd say usually probably about 90% of the people that come to me, that's what they're focused on is, how do I get this person back? But obviously that's not what you need to focus on. You need to really focus on yourself and taking care of your own life and getting your own life in order, doing things specifically that make you more self-reliant, happier, increase your confidence and obviously that also make you more attractive. These are the things that you need to focus on instead of becoming attached to getting one person back because just because you want somebody back doesn't mean that they feel the same way or that they want to give you another chance. But if you follow the things I teach in here, you will put yourself in the best possible position whereas you can either reattract that person Or by improving yourself and learning what's in my book and applying it, you can attract somebody of way better quality. And at the end of the day, it's like when I look at my life, to me, what is success? Success is being able to spend your life in your own way where you can wake up when you want. You can work when you want. You can work with who you want. You can either build a business or have a type of career that you want, you can go to the gym when you want, you can hang out with the kind of people that you want, you can date the kind of people that you want, you can create the kind of businesses that you want. The more you have personal choice in your life of how you want to spend your time and in the types of things that you're going to work at for your purpose and your mission in life, the more you have choice in all areas of your life, the more you're going to feel peaceful. The more you're going to feel relaxed, the more you're going to feel balanced, the more you're going to be inclined to get a better night's rest, the more you're going to feel the desire to just want to eat better quality food, to exercise more, to make sure you're hanging out with like-minded people. When you focus on all the little things that are important to you, your life will change slowly over time. But the average person is so focused on a quick fix, a quick solution that they just don't have the patience and the persistence to stick with things, to become good enough at those things so they eventually can have the choice they want in their own lives. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and I'm going to go through this guy's email and make sure he gets focused on what he needs to be. And then obviously you have the two success stories of people who did that and now they're getting results if you put in the work you will get rewarded it's just that most people are they're unwilling to put in the work and they may put the work in initially but as soon as they run into challenges or obstacles they just give up and if you don't have compelling reasons why you're doing something if you don't have really strong emotionally compelling reasons to do something as soon as you you hit your first obstacles you're going to quit you're going to give up And you're going to be seeking to get in that peaceful, relaxed state and just take a job that pays the bills or dating somebody so you have someone to date and you don't feel alone. And then before you know it, 20, 30, 40, 50 years have gone by and you get towards the end of your life and you don't even come anywhere close to where you thought you'd end up when you were young and you had all those dreams and all those things that you wanted to do and accomplish and those kinds of people that you wanted in your life. So the quote says, the superior person and the champion athlete have a single-minded focus on trying to become a little better each and every day. To become excellent at anything takes endless persistence and happens slowly over time. By focusing on becoming better, refining your approach, learning from your mistakes, and modeling the actions of those who are more successful than you, Eventually, you will develop your skills and the ability to add value to such a superior level of competency that your employment and entrepreneurial choices and options will also grow exponentially along with your income earning potential. The process of becoming a competent person of high value, doing something you love for a living, is the ethos of a winner. And when you think about it in life, Most people are just trying to earn a living but can you imagine how much better the world would be if every single one of us was focused on becoming a person of value and how do you become a person of value? You really develop your skills at something you have a passion for. Any kind of job, any kind of career, any kind of a business and being successful at it revolves around having a purpose. Something that gets you up every day that you feel like you were put on this earth to do and when you spend your time at something you have a passion for, you really focus in on it because it doesn't feel like work. It feels like playing and when something is fun, you never run out of energy to do it. As a matter of fact, you'll focus so much time and energy at it, you really master it. So let's go through this first guy's email. He says, hey, Corey, first of all, I want to thank you, coach, for all the videos and all the knowledge you have spilled to the world for men who lack this section and area of their life. May God continue to bless you. Well, I appreciate the kind words. I'm a recovering cocaine and heroin addict. I have no one to blame but the stress from work and relationship that I had with my ex-girlfriend contributing to it. Well, as I've talked about this in the past, people that get themselves into trouble with things like this, whether it's a drug or alcohol or food for that matter because many people, especially people that are really overweight, they use food as a drug. And when it, Whether it's drugs or alcohol or food or watching TV or listening to music, whatever it happens to be, you're trying to change your state. And people who develop addictions, the root cause of it all always is a failure to feel something. In other words, something's unpleasant, then you take something to numb the pain or to change your state or get your mind off of things. And then instead of living your life, then it just becomes about escaping from it. He says, Once she found out, she made me go to rehab, broke up with me. And now we are trying to fix it. Notice how he says we. He's trying to fix it, it sounds like. But if she's dumped you and broken up with you, that doesn't really sound like somebody who's trying to fix it. It sounds like somebody who let you down easy because they're trying to be nice and they want you to go, they hope that you go your own separate way and figure it out. Because if they were really on your team, they'd be with you through thick and thin. And obviously she's not. And it's, a lot of guys and women for that matter that are in these situations they always say but she really loves me he really cares about me they say things like this but you look at their actions well if she really cared about you she's not going to dump you and be hanging out with other guys women don't dump men that they're in love with that's just their reality and as a guy the only thing you really have control over is how you show up because especially when you're dating somebody remember for the first 90 days they can hide Who they really are so the idea is getting past that so you can see the person for who they really are so you can decide whether or not there's somebody good to get into a long-term relationship if that's what you're looking for now we're trying to fix it but she wants to take things slow one step at a time which i do understand but i suspect there are other guy friends she keeps hanging out with and they constantly message her well, the only thing I was starting to say a second ago is the only thing you have control over is what you do and how you show up. And if you're dating this woman or say you're in, in a relationship with her and if she's still got these other dudes in the background, that really doesn't sound like somebody that places a high value on loyalty. But where you're at right now, obviously, you're not together. And so it seems like she's playing the field. And if somebody has broken up with you – if somebody has decided, you know what, I don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore, it needs to be their idea to get back into a relationship when they're the ones that blow you off. Because, I mean, think about it. It's like you go to buy a car and say you want to pay $20,000, but the price is $25, and the dealer says, well, I won't go anything below $25. And then the next day you call them, well, how about $20? The dealer says, no, $25 is the bottom line. How about 20? And then you call them the day after that. Well, how about 21,000? And then the day after that, hey, well, okay, well, how about twenty-two? I think I can come up with 22,000. And then eventually you just come up to their price. And they get what they want, but you don't get what you want. It's not the kind of deal that you want. And the same thing happens in your personal life. It's about, you don't get what you deserve, you only get what you negotiate. And the only way a relationship can be prepared. Or repaired I should say is that both people have to want to make it work and when you got somebody that's pushing you away and spending time with other guys, their idea is to push you away. Therefore, they don't value your time and what you have to offer and the quickest way to get somebody else's attention is to remove yours. Scarcity creates value. The less there is of something, the more valuable it is whether it's a natural resource or money or gold or silver or real estate or clean air, whatever the hell it happens to be, the more something is scarce, the more value it is perceived. And If you've got somebody that's treating you like you're not worth anything, then the only thing you can do is walk away because if you perceive yourself as being a person of value, then you're only going to interact with people who – perceive that you have that value. The worst thing you can do is hang out with people who don't perceive you have value because when you hang out with other people who treat you like you don't have any value, the very nature that you stick around is communicating that you also don't think you're worth anything of value. That's why walking away is so powerful. If there's any kind of interest, as long as it hasn't gone below a five on a scale of one to ten, there's a chance they may come back he says I had a feeling even before my addiction came to the surface so when you develop those kinds of feelings unless of course you're incredibly insecure and you worry about those things but if you had no reason to think if you're the type of person you've trusted in your previous relationships and then you date somebody and just you notice little inconsistencies in their stories things that they tell you. You should definitely pay attention to that feeling. Not accuse them of anything because that's not a good way to go about it but just be extremely observant. It's like what Ronald Reagan said, trust but verify. I am clean now and I've passed two drug tests and will continue to focus on my sobriety. How can I rebuild trust and love back and how can I deal with the male friend issues without stressing myself out? Well, let go of it, first of all, because if she's going to date these other guys, there's not a fucking thing that you can do about it. And like I talk about in Seven Principles, Getting an ex Back, you're going to do nothing. She needs to do 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing from now on. If she reaches out, you assume she wants to see you, and you make a date. Have her come to your place when, if she reaches out and you make a date. The only distance that you should be willing to travel to spend time with her is the distance that it takes to go from wherever you are in your place to the front door to let her in and she's got to come over three times in a row three consecutive dates where she's reached out to you and you've made a date hang on have fun and hook up and if that happens and she's flexible and does that then on your fourth date you can go pick her up meet her out or whatever happens to be the idea is that you're taking your power back you want to see that Instead of just saying, oh, please give me another chance, you're, you flip the script and you behave in a way that says, I'm not so sure I want to get back together with you again. I'm not so sure I want to give you a second chance. These are not things you're going to say to her. This is just the way you're going to behave because this way, if she's reaching out and you're setting dates when she does reach out, she realizes that she's got to make an effort if she has to make an effort it becomes her idea and therefore she values it and when she values it she wants more of what she values if I found out that she had slept with someone else during this time I would be devastated she's not your girlfriend anymore none of your fucking business anymore that it's any of her business who you're dating and sleeping with and the way you have to proceed when you're in these situations as if it's over and you're never gonna get back together again and you move on with your life and start diligently applying the things that are in the book. That's where the trying to get a little better each and every day comes in. You're not trying to get better for her to get her back. You're trying to do it to become a better quality man, to become a better, a, a man of higher value. And as you become a man of higher value, she'll either see that and recognize it and make an effort or somebody else will come into your life and they'll appreciate So either way, you get her back or you get somebody better. You don't focus on the person, you focus on yourself because the only thing you have control over is what you do to make yourself and your life better. I want her to be happy and if it's not with me, I respect that because I take responsibility for my actions which led to this and ultimately led you to my work. And so now you're doing the little things to make yourself better. That's what you need to be focused on. That's going to put you in the best possible position to become more attractive so she sees you as value and the thing that you have going for you is that you had time with her. So therefore she had time to develop a strong emotional bond with you. He says, however, me worrying about her sleeping with someone else may be toxic for my health. Again, what she does, none of your business and there's nothing you can do about it. All you can do is be the best option. She reaches out, assumes she wants to see you, make a date. I highly encourage you to review Seven Principles to Get an X Back so you can negotiate properly to make sure you get what you want and she goes from perceiving you as someone she can just toss aside like garbage. To someone she says, you know what, maybe I was wrong about that guy. He cleaned himself up, he got his shit together, he seems to be happy, he's got a better paying job, he's taking better care of himself. I noticed that there seems to be pictures of him with other pretty girls I've never seen before on his Facebook. He looks like he's having a good time. I know what you mean, Corey. We are not together and it's none of my business, but it's too fresh of a breakup for those actions. That's basically him saying, Well, you know, I know you're right, and this is what I should definitely do, but I'm choosing not to. All I can do is suggest if you don't want to follow the things I teach, then you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality, like Ayn Rand said. He says, What are your thoughts on what I should do? Let her do 100% of the calling, texting, pursuing. Make dates when you hear from her. If she dates other guys, it's none of your business. At the end of the day, you got to look at her like she's just potentially somebody to go out with because it sounds from like what you've written here that you're not really even sure if she's that loyal of a girlfriend because you've always felt like something was off when you were dating her. You're supposedly in a relationship. She wants you to take care of yourself and, and go into rehab and then you go into rehab and then she she breaks up with you your troubles and she starts spending time with these other guys so she doesn't sound like somebody that's really committed so you don't know what you don't know you you should look at it as it that all, all the time you spend in the past doesn't matter the only thing that matters it's like the next time you go out there it's like a first date you're starting all over again with her and you should look at it from the perspective of she has to not, earn another chance with you not the other way around it's a complete 180-degree reversal of how you've been perceiving yourself and how you've been approaching this. It's a subtle difference, but it's a massive difference in the results that you'll get. So let's go to the first testimonial that came in. and This actually came in when I was in the process of working on this. It's just real short. He says, hello, Corey. As I'm writing this email, I am waiting for the hottest bitch in my life to get ready so we can go to dinner. And notice what he says next. I read your book 10 times and going. How many times you heard me say in a video, the guys that do really well, the girls that do really well, they read the book 10 to 15 times. They get to know it so well, I don't have to think about it. Because what my book does, it teaches you human behavior, what men and women typically do, what it motivates them to do what they do. And when you understand that, that gives you the upper hand in your negotiations and your personal life and in your interactions with other people. Because just, the things I teach are just things that you're not going to learn anywhere else. It's the difference that makes a difference. So again, he says, I read your book ten times and going. He's done. He listened to what I suggested. He And so this guy, for the first time in his life... The hottest woman he's ever been with. I assume that they're getting ready for dinner because maybe they just got finished making love. And that's a wonderful thing. I remember the first time – like I remember being in middle school and having a just huge crush on this girl. I like think it was – Probably, I think I had crushes on a different girl every year, 6th, 7th, 8th grade, wanted to go out on dates, not knowing how to ask them out, feeling too embarrassed to talk to my own dad about because I figured my dad would probably just tell me no and not let, let me go out on a date. So I kept it all to myself and I fantasized about this. got into high school, same thing, had crushes on girls, never went anywhere. And it's like It wasn't until I was 31 years old that I got to experience what that fantasy was like, the kind of the stuff that you see. In the movies, I was 31 years old. I had to wait to experience what that's like and it's so powerful. First time you make love to a woman who feels the same way about you. it's You could have had sex with a thousand different women. But when you make love to somebody's soul, who they are as a human being, it's just it's night and day difference. It's like me trying to describe what a rose looks like and smells like and feels like and yet you've never seen a rose. How could you possibly relate? It's just something you have to experience. And when I read emails like this from guys, it's like the first time – because I remember it's like it goes from being a myth and something that's like hit or miss and happens to very few people to like when you get to experience it for the first time, it's no longer a mystery. It makes your confidence grow a thousand percent. It's one of the best things you can do for your confidence, your self-esteem, and being successful overall because you become more successful in your personal life when you're sitting down with your boss and you can tell every time a pretty girl walks in the room, he just turns into Gumby. That's going to give you the upper hand in your interaction with them, especially when you're, you have a successful relationship or he sees how women in the office respond to you. It causes him to respect you more because you're competent in something that he's not very good at. So let's go through the email I got from a woman who's a, a testimonial. She says, Hi, Corey. I hope all is great with you. Yes, it is. Thanks for asking. I have been reading and rereading your book, listening to your video newsletters, and doing the work for almost a year now. Notice what she said. I've been doing the work. That's the important thing. Yeah, it's one of the things that Michael Jordan said. I failed over and over again and that is why I, su- I succeed and he also says, I can accept failure but I can't accept not trying. Successful people take action because imp- they know imperfect action is better than no action at all. It's just again what I've been talking about in the whole newsletter is that if you do the work, you will get rewarded. This is not a quick fix. What I teach is not a quick fix. But it's something that will last a lifetime. You spend six months, a year or two really learning the things that I teach, it will pay dividends the whole rest of your life. She continues on, My business is doing much better. I have learned to stand up for myself and demand, earn, and maintain respect. I have improved the type of dudes I have been dating. I've been able to chuck the deuces to the ones that are not a good match or that don't treat me the way I want to be treated and I've been able to show up as a much better version of myself and maintain my cool in situations that quite frankly piss me off. I've also been able to redefine my sense of purpose. Sounds like an alpha female. She's got her shit together. She wants to be better. She wasn't happy with the results she was getting. She came across my work, read it, obviously it appealed to her, made sense to her. She's been applying it for a year now and she's getting results. I'm not at the top of my first mountain just yet but I am getting there. So the the guy whose testimonial, the first one testimonial I read, he's gotten to the top of the mountain if you will. And This woman, she's on her journey to getting there, just trying to get a little better each and every day, he said, she says, but I am getting there. Prove positive that finding great mentors and making the necessary changes in your life really works when you are willing to do the work. Amen. And that is the whole key. You have to take action. You know, it's like you don't, you can't sit in your living room all day long and meditate and zen out and expect a BMW to show up in your driveway. It doesn't work like that. A friend of mine taught, told me this quote once. We were talking about this. We were talking about Zen, you know, meditation and law of attraction, those things. And, he, and there's an old saying, I guess it's Buddhism or I can't remember, Chinese proverb, whatever you want to call it. He says, if you just sit in your house and Zen out, they'll come and take your furniture. And so the idea is, the point being is that you have to take action you must move even if you don't know what to do do something because at least when you do something you get results and when you get results then you can look at your results and see how close is this getting to me towards my outcome or how far away from my outcome are my actions taking me then you can adapt refine modify your approach and then move in a different direction, always trying to get better, trying to refine your approach, enhance your knowledge, improve your skill set because just like I said in the quote at the beginning of the video, the more you become a person of value, the more you develop your skills, your gifts, your talents and you become competent at something that you really love and you really have a passion for. It's like what Maya Angelou said. Don't chase after things in order to make money. Instead, go do something that you really love and you really enjoy and become so good at it that the world can't take their eyes off of you. I mean, you look at guys that like playing in the NBA, guys like LeBron James or Stephen Curry or Kevin Durant, any of those guys, or Tom Brady who plays in the NFL, any of those really super awesome, great players, everybody knows their name. Why? Because they got a big contract? Well, I mean, yeah, people are familiar that they got a really big contract, but why does everybody know who they are? Because their work, their body of work, it's obvious. People can't take their eyes off of these great type of athletes. Because they've become so good that everybody can't stop talking about them. All because they've spent thousands and thousands of hours over the course of their lives focusing on trying to get a little better each and every day. Definitely something to think about, focus on, work at, and take action towards. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and just book whichever coaching option works best for you and I will talk to you soon.